Ladies and gentlemen, I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Dateline Jessum presents a special report. Almost live from the EGOF convention in Binghamton, New York. Featuring roving reporter Jim Thompson and other fans of Edgar Rice Burroughs. Stuck in Chicago, here's your host, Elmo. Jim Thompson, this is Elmo. You're on Dateline Jessum. Hello, Jeff. How are you doing? We're doing great, Jeff. How are you? We're doing really good here in Chicago. Wish we were there in Binghamton, uh, New York. Uh, how is uh, everything going? Where are you at? We're at the hotel in the Huckster's room. There's about 20 people here. There are uh, table displays from Bill Morse who has his posters, and Bill, tell me your last name, Bill Wagner has post movie posters and books, <clears throat> Bill Ross brought books and checks, <clears throat> excuse me, Jeff, Mike brought books, toys, screenplays, etc., and John Tyner, representing the Panthans, brought Panthan journals and t-shirts, and then Elaine had a few things of her own. Well, that so sounds we're just back from lunch. That sounds fantastic. Uh, what time uh, did uh, what time did you get in there last night, or did you get in last night, or tell me when we you got, got in there. last night? Uh, Bob and Dick and I drove twelve hours from eight a.m. to eight p.m. from Dayton to Vestal, New York, with of course a, a lunch and some other stops along the way, and we had the supper saw Lawrence and Mike in a car pass us on the road as we were walking to our dinner, and then we saw uh, fans next at the Continental Breakfast at our hotel, the Howard Johnson, before we came over here in the morning about 10 o'clock. Well, that sounds great. Uh, everybody, most mo- most of my listeners know what uh, Burroughs Convention is, but just give kind of the nutshell description of what it is that's going on this weekend and uh, what you guys are all doing there. Okay. This is one of two annual summer get-togethers for Burroughs fans. The uh, more relaxed one is the Ekoff, the one we're at. Ekoffs are offered uh, annually by volunteers who set up a hotel and a meeting room and usually provide at the minimum a banquet. And the fans get together. They swap stories and information, trade, sell, and purchase books and other items, and uh, visit uh, usually the host's collection and perhaps some other person in the area who has a collection and sometimes go off on book crawls and sometimes go off to see local uh, points of interest. For example, here in Vestal, New York, we're two hours north of the Frazetta Museum. Some people will drive down there tomorrow in the afternoon to see the Frazetta Museum. Others, uh, like my group, uh, since it's on the way home, we'll drive by the Frazetta Museum on Sunday after the farewell breakfast on our way home. 
Well, we're all envious of you uh, seeing the Frazetta Museum, and I hope you can give us a full report on that uh, at a future date. Uh, that uh, that sounds like it'd be a, a great little trip there. Yes, I think so. It'll be my first time to see that, and uh, and uh, Bob and Dick as well. A number of us, it'll be our first time to see it, and we're all eager to see it. It's interesting that you're going because just this morning on one of the cable channels, uh, they were showing the Painting with Fire documentary about uh, uh, Frazetta. So, mm-hmm. Which uh, has a lot of scenes from that museum. Right. So uh, you're standing in the middle of the Huckster Room. Just kind of look around and describe to uh, Dayline Jazz Zoom listeners what you're seeing. Well, there are about six people who are sorting through uh, items for sale. And then there are presently three different groups of fans who are sitting together and just having conversations. We've had uh, two groups come in after lunch. Uh, well, let me say after breakfast. DJ Howell and her friend arrived after breakfast, and DJ is going to give us a presentation tomorrow. And the topic, DJ, is... Cinematic Tarzan and Jane, Forever in Fashion. And then Fred and Wanda Lucas from Toronto, Canada, arrived just as we were getting back from our lunch. And so uh, the new arrivals, of course, are the centers of attention as everybody catches up, uh, having not seen these folks for a year or more. And they are all there, of course, because they are fans of Edgar Rice Burroughs. And tell That's us. Correct. Tell us about uh, what it's like to come together as fans and and just the sort of the enjoyment of, of getting together with other fans. Well, of course, there's a renewal of friendships. We've all known each other for years, if not decades, and so we catch up on the family news. We catch up on what we've added to our collections, new books or art, magazines, doodads, whatever it may be. We share information about new publications or new finds. For example, in my own case, I wrote a, a, a draft bibliography of the Amor Eon Burroughs titles for the most recent issue of the Herb Appa, which arrived this week in our mailboxes. But having written that, I'm now comparing notes with two of the other premier collectors of these obscure library binding Burroughs books, Bill Ross and Mike Conran, and we're going to put our heads together later today, uh, having started with my list, and they've brought their list to see if we can get a better handle on which color cloth variants exist in these obscure library-bound editions of Burroughs. Burroughs fans are kind of crazy like that, aren't they? In terms, yes, they are. <laughs> in terms of having to define every little variation and uh, uh, discoloration of of all the different editions of Burroughs books. Yes, that's kind it's of a, fun in a way, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, well, who do you have there? I, I is DJ next to you? Can I talk to DJ for a second? You can. She's right here. Okay. DJ, this is Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey, DJ. How are you? Are you having fun at the ECOF? I'm sorry? Are you having fun at the ECOF? 
Of course I am. I wouldn't come if I didn't have fun and enjoy all these wonderful people. Well, you're on the Dateline Jassoon podcast, you know. So tell everybody oh. what uh, what's going on there, and uh, why do people, why do fans get together like this all, all the time? You know, that's an interesting question. I think it is not only the mutual interest in uh, things Barosian, as I put it. Uh, but I think we're a very congenial group, and I tell people it's like a family reunion where the family members like one another. Mm-hmm. I and sure, I sure, I sure wish I was there because it, uh, you know, uh, these conventions are always a lot of fun for everyone. And oh, uh, they are. And what do you get most out of it? I mean, it sounds like that's sort of what you were saying, just the. Uh, congeniality and and seeing people you haven't seen for a year, but right, uh, we it, I want to see them more often than I can, and of course many of us now communicate via the web and the two websites, mm-hmm. and probably not websites, listservs, um, so we can stay in touch. And I belong to APA, so I get to converse with people through APA. But I would love to meet these people more than once a year because they're they're very interesting people with lots of interests beyond things that are related directly or indirectly to Burroughs. How DJ, how long have you been coming to these conventions for? Um, I started in the early 80s. There was um, a time when the Dum Dum group met with the Worldcon group, and I first met all these folks some of them back in, I think it was 82 in Chicago at the Worldcon, and Vern Coriel was still running um, Dum Dum, and I had no idea what to expect, and had such a wonderful time, I never stopped coming, although sometimes I'm too poor, and... Sometimes yeah. I have to live with being too poor to make it. <laughs> well, I'm I'm so poor I can only make it to the Dum Dum in Louisville this year, so I, I couldn't make it to Ecoff this year. But uh, well, it was handy this year, so I could make both. I'm are, still are, hoping for Dum Dum. You're going to come to Dum Dum this year? I certainly hope so. Uh, as you, you're now, you're standing right now at this moment, and this is sort of new for Dateline Jassoon. We're we're trying an almost live podcast, so oh, that so that fans uh, who are not able to attend uh, ECOF this year can almost feel like they're there. So, as you're standing there in the Huckster room, looking around, what mm-hmm. what exactly is it that you're seeing? Uh, okay. Try, try to describe. Cool. It's a relatively small room, and we don't have a lot of huckster tables because it's a relatively small group. But we've got a screen at the front of the room, and some of the materials for sale are below the screen. There are a couple of laptops, one in operation. There's a group of three that are not quite conversing with one another, but a little bit. And then three more people, and Bill Morse is working on his lobby cards. And then my friend Phyllis is wandering a little bit, so we've got... Two major tables and a small table full of lobby cards and books and scripts and uh, Panthan journals and T-shirts. And what else? What am I missing? Pocket checklist by Huck Huckenpoller, also known as Archimedes Q. Porter. Is Huck Would you there? like to talk to is him, Huck uh, there? Archimedes Q. Porter? Let, let me talk to Huck for a minute. Okay, here you go. All right. Hi, Jeff. How are you doing? Huck, how are you doing? Great. We're having a grand time here. Yeah, tell me, uh, when did you get in, and how is everything going there? Everything's going great. Uh, John Tyner and I drove up from Rockville and got in about 
four o'clock yesterday afternoon, had a wrong turn and got there eight miles before we could turn around. Uh, but yeah, we got checked in. We're at, at the hotel. We ran into uh, the Brooklyn Banff immediately. Uh-huh. And shortly thereafter, uh, Doug and Jean Denby from the Toronto area. Mm-hmm. So we, yeah, we've had a good we've had a good get together so far, and it's only half half started. Well, Huck, you're an old pro uh, at uh, Burroughs conventions and World Cons and so on. Uh, Since Nikon in 1967. 67. Okay. Yep. So what? Uh, what is it that makes that keeps bringing you back to Burroughs conventions every year? But mostly the people. Mm-hmm. These, these are some of these people I've known for forty years. Some of them I've known twenty years. But they're as as DJ said, they're like family. Mm-hmm. And as as yep. you now, as you look around, there is there anything in the Huckster room that you need to buy for your collection, or have you pretty much got everything? I think that well, there's there's a couple of things that I need to buy, but I can't afford. You can't afford. There's a beautiful, there's a yeah, there's a beautiful British edition of Tarzan and the City of Gold from Mitch Harrison's collection that's priced way out of my price range. But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's a few things that I need, but and the things it, that I need and the things that I can afford are two different groups. And, and Huck, you are the creator of the absolutely essential uh, item for Burroughs collectors, the pocket checklist. So tell me, what edition of that are you on, and uh, describe what it is. Okay, this is number. This is the seventh edition, which came out in just in time for last year's combined Ecoff Dum Dum in August two thousand six. Uh, it originated uh, with the Louisville Dum Dum in 1990 when I bought a book that I, no, I li- missed buying a book that I thought I had, and I got home and found out I didn't have it. And I said, we need something that's easier to carry than the big Heinz bibliography. And so I started putting this little pocket checklist together, and I've got the, the magazine printings, I've got first editions, I've got hardback reprints, paperbacks, uh, anthologies, adaptations for young readers, the big little books, I've got the comics, I've got pastiches, and then I've got secondary works like uh, Bob Sochner's Unavoidable Bibliography, the the Heinz Bibliography, uh, articles from newspapers, and then finally I have the Canadian editions. And I'm hoping that uh, Lawrence Dunn will put together something similar with the British editions. I've given him all the information I have on the British editions, and he says he is working on quote unquote. Huck, what is it that about Burroughs collectors that they are so detailed and they want to know about every edition of everything and every little um, ephemera that comes out and that kind of thing? Why are we like this? I'm not sure. Uh, of course, different ones of us specialize in different things. Mike Conran has the doodads. Bill Ross has the every printing of the Valentine paperbacks. Uh, Jim Wilson has every color variant of the Canaveral Press. I'm not sure what it is that causes, and I, I'm going after the Madison Square, the wartime editions. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not sure what it is that causes us to zero in on one particular. Very few of us go after everything. And 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 our good friend Joan Bledig is like the Burt Master as well. The, the, the Burt Mistress, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. So what uh, what have you got planned over there this weekend? What's what's going on? What's everybody that is listening to this podcast uh, missing out on this weekend at the? They Eagles? will they will miss a an auction tomorrow. They will miss a panel discussion of the varying changing face of Tarzan over the decades. They'll, they'll miss a banquet tomorrow evening. They'll miss interacting with us who are sitting or standing around, chatting with each other, going through each other's treasures. Uh, the Brooklyn Panthers at the moment pawing through Mike Conlon's offerings. Mm-hmm. And, uh, boy, I sure wish I was there, but I'm stuck here we'll back here in Chicago. But we'll I will, wish you were, too. I will be there. I will be at the Dum Dum in Louisville in August. So okay, we'll look forward to seeing you then. Hopefully, we'll see everybody. Is there anyone there, else there that that feels like saying hello to Dateline Jessum listeners? Let's say what, what about Jude the Giant of Mars? Okay, that sounds good. Jeff. Hello. Is, uh, how you doing? This is Jeff. Yeah, yeah, who, Gridley Wave. I'm talking via the Gridley Wave. Yeah. You're talking. Is the Gridley Wave transmitter coming in okay over there? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Ironically, even with my poor hearing. Okay, well, tell everyone who this is. I'm, I'm sorry, what? Tell Not tell everyone no. who who we're talking to now. Okay, I'm. My name is Dick Sparger. I'm uh, also known as Jude the Giant of Mars. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jude the Giant of Mars, also known as Dick Sparger. And Dick, how's everything going at ECOF? Uh, give us uh, really, the live it's report. Nice. It's very nice. You know, we got a nice display of uh, huckster items and uh, a good bunch of uh, friends of all gathered back together again. We're all. It's like you, a bunch of. Uh, it's like a family, really. You know, and we're all here, yeah. and getting caught up with each other and what our collections uh, have been do- doing like for the last year. Yeah, and uh, it's been very nice. I had a nice, very pleasant drive over here from uh, Dayton, Ohio. Now you I think drove. Jim told you where our, where our itinerary was. Yeah, you drove over with Jim Thompson and uh, uh, yeah, Jim Thompson, Jim Thompson and Bill O'Malley, uh, Bob O'Malley came up to my place, and uh, we spent all day yesterday driving here, and we took a very pleasant route from Erie, Pennsylvania, along the it's called a lower tier, that runs along the lower tier of uh, counties. To uh, to Binghamton, all the way from Erie to Binghamton, along beautiful scenery, you know, very hilly and scenic, and not heavily traveled either. I I used to live in Pennsylvania, so I know the route you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. And when we leave on uh, Sunday, the plan is to head south to the. We're going to do the Presidium Museum on Sunday, and uh, head on across uh, Pennsylvania, pick up the turnpike, and go on into pick up. 70 western pennsylvania and head on back to dayton from there yeah dick talk about uh visiting the frazetta museum and what that means to you uh frazetta you know he's man to me he's a close second to jail and st john in terms of burroughs artists yeah i remember i had a dispute with my friends when i was a teenager and ace books were coming out and they all preferred crinkle and i said you know i I don't agree with you i think frazetta's it and i yeah, sure. There were a few presenters that you know, I, if he had had more time or more inclination, he could have made a 
improvements on. But he, he obviously showed more talent, and I, you know, he's the one that's he's the one that has dominated the '60s and the '70s and on. Now, I mean, he's the, the the towering figure of that era now. Yeah. And uh, this museum, I'm looking forward to seeing because it, uh, it's going to, I presumably, it's going to contain almost everything that, uh, or most of the things we're most familiar with, famous for. What What uh, to you is the uh, definitive Frazetta Burroughs piece? To To me, it's uh, the at the Earth's core cover, I think. Uh, but yeah. uh, uh, how about you? What do you think for Frazetta? Yeah. I always like the. I believe it's. Uh, the son of Tarzan. It's the one where Tarzan is jumping into a, a night scene and he's jumping into a campfire with a, to attack a lion. Mm-hmm. And the lion just looks almost like a photograph, you know, so well rendered. And a uh, very effective picture. Yeah. That's one. I, I liked uh, the cover of uh, Lost on Venus as well. I always thought that was a really well um, formatted picture. The, just the layout was very good and very effective. And one of his most attractive uh, female figures was, you know, Duari sitting in the tree up there with Carson. Yeah. But the color and everything else is just really, it evokes, you know, intrigue in a, a different planet very well. Right, right. Um, how, uh, as you're looking around the uh, the convention there in, in the Huckster Room, just describe for listeners who can't be there themselves this weekend what you're seeing. I mean, is, are, are there any, um, just, I mean, what, what's it like there in the Huckster Room? Well, it's a smaller event, so it, there's uh, not quite the extent of extensive stuff. And it's, but it's mostly fans bringing their own things in, you know, their, their extras, their things that they want to, uh, to uh, share with other people. You know, Bill Morris has got his movie posters. Uh, another fellow has brought several very nice uh, large movie posters for rather rare Burroughs things, like, for instance, I'm looking at The Lion Man. I mean, how often do you see a poster for The Lion Man? Mm-hmm. And another one he has is a nice Herman Bricks poster from uh, one of his uh, Western serials. But uh, beyond that, uh, Mike Conrad has quite a nice collection of things, and so did John Tyson. I was looking through their items as well. Conrad has a number of uh, foreign editions, and I was especially remarking upon some nicely matted uh, Frazetta copies he has that are matted so that with two colors so that they conform to the contours of the picture instead of being a square opening in the map for the picture. It's it's nicely wraps around the picture itself, including a signature. So it's it's quite effective. Yeah. Uh, in fact, my wheels were turning. I said, man, I'd like to do this with some other things. You know, this is this is slick. What's what's the one thing there uh, you'd like to buy? Uh, well, I've got, you know, right now, probably, if I brought my want list, it would be a lot easier <laughs> to, <get laughs> to bring it. <laughs> That's my uh, problem is uh, yeah. keeping my want list down to things I I need to figure something to focus on. <laughs> I suppose the uh, the things I would like to go right for right now, given what's here, and my needs in my collection would probably be old herb apples. But I'm afraid to uh, buy some because I'm afraid I might already have them. You know, I don't want to <laughs> get duplicates. That would be one one item. You need to get Huck's a uh, checklist and get start checking stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay, I, is yeah. is is anybody else around there? Is Bill Morris there? Maybe I can uh, uh, talk to him. Talk to Canada here. 
Yeah. Yeah, let's let's hear from Canada. The Canada contingent. Yeah. yeah Doug, there. Doug, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. We're enjoying ourselves immensely here. I'm just this, talking to Bill Ross about the all his posters. This is uh, Doug Denby, the Canada contingent uh, for uh, Burroughs fandom. Well, one of. One of, we, yes. Yes, yes. Fred Lucas is here with his wife as well. Okay. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. I didn't know who all is there. I wish I was there. Well, you'll, you'll have to come. Uh, we would put this on video. We'd be able to see you. Well, yeah, that's true. I, I can I can make about one Burroughs convention a year, so I'll be at Louisville for the Dum Dum. Good, good. Most of us here will probably be there as well. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, we're trying to do an almost live podcast here to let all the fans who aren't able to be there know what's going on at ECOF. So describe uh, uh, describe the uh, convention and what you're seeing and what you're hoping to, uh, to do this weekend. Well, right now everybody's kind of congregating in small groups, three and four at a time, gabbing about stuff that, that is uh, Burroughs-related. Some of it's important, most of it isn't, but that's okay. That's what we do. Uh, we're seeing all the various things. I'm sure other people have described what, uh, the few things that are laid out on the, the tables. And most of us are complaining about not having enough money to buy new things, but that's normal too. That's always my biggest complaint at a Burroughs convention. Yeah, yeah. I, there's more stuff than I, than I need, and not, I don't have enough wall space. So... <laughs> Wall space is a major issue. So, so yeah, we're, we're doing great. Uh, we're hoping to uh, have, a, have a great evening tomorrow night. We're going to have the, the banquet. Uh, and who else is on the line? Who have you got on the, on the other end of this line besides yourself? Well, it's just me interviewing people at the convention. Like I said, we're trying to do an almost live podcast. So... Almost as soon as we get off here, I'm going to post this on the internet so all the ah. the fans who are not able to attend this weekend will be able to, you know, at least get some taste of how things are going at the convention. It's going great. We've got about 20-odd people here. Most of us are real odd and enjoying it. Uh, did you want to talk to Bill Ross? He's here. Or yeah, Bill let, me, let, let, me, let me talk to Bill. Either Bill would be good. Well, Bill Morris is right here. You got him here. All right. Howdy. Hey, Bill Morris. This is Jeff Elmo. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Okay. uh, Enjoying the dickens out of ourselves here. I just went out and had a little lunch. How's how's the ECOF going? ECOF is going just fine. The, uh, it's a nice, quiet, comfortable gathering of people. It's the Edgar Rice Burroughs chain of friendship. That's ECOF. Yeah. And uh, they are very much, uh, you know, a relaxed, comfortable group. And we'll get into a couple of uh, group discussions here of some esoteric things, such as the uh, the changing uh, perception of who and what Tarzan is all about. That sort of thing that uh, bibliophiles like to get into and Burroughs collectors enjoy and one of the great mysteries is uh, if you ask a uh, person who doesn't know much about Tarzan how he got in the jungle, they'll immediately tell you, uh, airplane crash. <laughs> and yeah. you just sort of sit there and say, where the hell did that come from? That's, that's how Boy got in the jungle, jungle isn't it? I exactly, think. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. And there have been a couple of other, pla- I think, uh, 
think the uh, the recently uh, was the Travis Trimble uh, travesty that uh, Warner yeah. Brothers put on a few years back. Um, they had a plane crash in there and so forth. So I I, I guess we we know where it comes from, but it's interesting that it uh, grabs hold of people and they seize on that image. The uh, yeah, one of the great things of. What's what's the most what's the most outrageous thing you've heard from a non Burroughs reader about Tarzan or or anything else that? Uh, uh, oh, one of the one of the perceptions you do run into occasionally is the is the racial thing, mm-hmm. and and which immediately lets you know that they have never read a Tarzan book in their life. And uh, matter of fact, uh, I, Dan invited me to uh, join him. And, and assist him when he went to New York for the opening of the Broadway show. And uh, one of the things that uh, we ran into was um, a very eager reporter from ABC, which was supposed to be a friendly network, being Disney and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this bright young lady is interviewing Dan and so forth, and, and all of a sudden, she, after about ten minutes of softball questions, she throws at him. What do you say to those who say that talk about the the racist elements in Tarzan? Mm-hmm. And Dan, I saw Dan's eyes flick over to me, and I knew, you know, there was trouble. So I just immediately walked over, and so did a couple of the other publicity people. And uh, and Dan, of course, uh, gets his back up, and so he deliberately avoids saying anything for fear he'll say something really nasty like, you know, you're obviously a stupid idiot who hasn't read the damn books, have you? <laughs> you know, and uh, the, uh, so we went over and uh, just quietly pointed out that while Burroughs personally was a financially conservative person, when it came to social issues, he was on the cutting edge of, you know, what we would call uh, uh, modern progressive society. Um, he, uh, his villains throughout all his books are invariably the rapacious white hunters and, you know, that sort of uh, villains. Yeah, he has equal opportunity, uh, villains, doesn't he? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And, and his, his heroes are, are, you know, blacks, uh, good heavens, the, 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 the superior race on Mars are the, are the black Barsoomians. Right, the, uh, and, and you know, Tarzan's Tarzan's best friends in all the jungle are the Waziri, the the tribal exactly. Waziri. And but he also has the, the first some of the excuse me some of the first blacks he runs into are a bunch of cannibals who are not particularly nice people. Right, and he deals with them accordingly. The uh, what they miss, what a lot of people miss with uh, Burroughs, and you have to stand back a bit and take a look to realize what you're looking at is the. In, in Tarzan of the Apes and all the subsequent books that Burroughs really had no intention of writing, he's writing about mankind. He's writing about the rise of man from savagery to civilization. And one of the themes that's uh, inherent in Burroughs is that uh, deep within us, ingrained in us, is this ability, this desire to order the world around us to create civilization. Um, and he's written the whole story of civilization small in the life of one man. You know, and, and what he's, what the message is, is that even thrown back into savagery, man will rise again. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a very hopeful, joyful, 
uh, positive view of life and mankind. And uh, it gets lost in the thinking of those who don't read closely that it's uh, something, some casual, trivial uh, adventure tale. And it's so much, it's myth. And it's very good myth. Anyways, enough preaching. Well, but, uh, Bill, uh, given all that that you're saying, is it... I guess that kind of maybe in a way leads into my question. Uh, why why is it that fans get together a couple of times a year to, to talk about all this and renew friendships and, and things like that? Uh, uh, it's, it's sort of a, a wonderful way that we're all brought together. And again, I wish I was there, but I'm not. But uh, it's it's a wonderful way that we're all brought together by this author who, well, who has all master, these different ideas. Yeah, Burroughs was a master storyteller. And I think in each one of the people who's here, um, a chord was struck uh, with a uh, combination of the, 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 the marvelous myth itself of Tarzan. But of course, he wrote much more than Tarzan. I mean, there are some people here who uh, strictly are fans of the uh, the Barsoomian adventures of John Carter. Um, the uh, Burroughs storytelling, I think, is the key element here. Once you've read one of his stories, um, Ray Bradbury pointed this out. He said, you can ask someone about a book, name a title, Hemingway, something like that, and uh, they'll say, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I read that. Ask them about a Burroughs story, and they will immediately begin telling you the story. Mm -hmm. Because it hit them that strongly. They Just can kind of right, in, right in the page. guts. Yeah. They can tell you page by page, tale by tale, story by story. Um, and it's not buried that they have to think about it. It's right there. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I've even gone so far as to, to mention that there's something almost biblical in the, uh, the, uh, the tale of Tarzan, um, because it is the story of the rise of mankind, of conquering all kinds of impossible odds, and that's what we are. That's what our civilization is all about. Yeah. It, looks, it looks easy from this point, but it sure as hell didn't look easy when we were sitting, you know, crawling out of a, a swamp, escaping alligators and, you know, unpleasant creatures. And fighting mosquitoes all night. So, and plus, it's just damn good fun, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, it's delightful. <laughs> I mean, and it's it makes you laugh. Burroughs is a marvelous humorist. The stories are filled with with stuff that make you smile and chuckle. Mm -hmm. so, anyways, anyways, do you, do you have a table there in the Huckster room? Oh yeah, I always bring a few posters uh, to display and. You know, do a little trading as with and so forth. So, what's 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 your favorite poster that you have there? Oh, good question. Uh, I would have to say it's a poster, an image of a poster for Greystoke that uh, was never released, never used, mm -hmm. um, and it shows uh, to the left a baby. Next image, young boy. Next image, uh, in, in much shadow, is the grown adult face of Tarzan. And next to that is the great ape. Hmm. Uh, done can, in shadow can, with the forest. Again, it's the... It's, it's, it's the, the evolution of man, right there. Exactly, exactly. And curiously, the great ape 
is set ahead of Tarzan. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, it's good talking to you. I look forward to seeing you at the Dum Dum. You'll be there, won't you? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. The, uh, I always look forward to going down to Louisville, a chance to poke through the files and so forth. So, the, right, uh, who else would you like to talk to here? No, yeah, how about John? Is he there? Yeah, John Tyner, hold on for a second. Jeff. John, how are you? I'm doing fine. Um, well, we're... you've heard. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, well, we, we've just been uh, listening in to all the fun everyone's having at ECOF, and uh, I want to hear your report on how things are going over there. Well, it's really good. I'm delighted to say that we've moved some Pan Pan t-shirts, and I love it after all this time. I want to say that, you know, with all the, all the vendors that we have here, the, the interesting thing is that even for someone like myself that collects a bunch of junk, I came across um, something I'd never heard of before. It's a booklet that uh, Bill Waters did in 1990 called Jungle of Dreams. And I haven't it was heard in, of that uh, either. Yeah, it's in Elaine Casella's collection. And the nice thing about it, of course, is DJ Howell had an article in there um, making a critique of Greystoke when it first came out. And I had seen that article you know, as a manuscript kind of thing, but I didn't realize that this is a booklet that had been printed along with four or five other articles. So there's always something to kick in that you, you don't even know about with these things. And Mike Conran's got all his stuff, and we have a, a guy who's never been to a con before, and he's here. He's a photographer. I think you'll get him on the horn here in a little bit. It's a, He's a collector, and until a couple of years ago, he didn't... He was aware of Internet stuff, and then he started to collect stuff off the Internet and, and looking at Bill Hillman's... Uh, um, website. So he's got a lot of information. He's very interesting. And as usual, as you know, we are all discussing, shall I say, gossiping, whatever, about things that Goss- are going on. and Gossiping <laughs> about each other and about Burroughs and everything else, right? Certainly. Yeah. Have you uh, <laughs> talked with Lawrence Dunn yet? Uh, no. Horn with you? No, I haven't talked to Lawrence yet. Is he there? No, he'll, be, he'll be back and around here shortly. You could ask him about his knee from falling off a ladder I, <laughs> I didn't know that Lawrence fell off a ladder uh, how did he man well okay I'll ask him about you that you ask him but... it was uh, he was hanging an American flag up at Judy Bonet's house so it's it's interesting <laughs> uh, DJ, tell Hey, uh, John, tell uh, you're a longtime uh, Burroughs fan, obviously, and have been to all these conventions. Oh, my God. Uh, one, one thing I, I like to do with these podcasts is, is let fans who didn't even know that there was any kind of organized Burroughs fandom out there, let them know what it's like. I mean, what is it about Burroughs fans that they come together a couple of times a year and and do the kind of things that you're doing this weekend. Well, I think it's the dis- the discussion we we particularly nowadays with Disney uh, making an inroad on a lot of things. We like to find out what's actually happening to uh, uh, push the canon forward. I mean, most of us also collect other authors. You've got the Cregan world here. We've got uh, Howard's world and a whole bunch of others. So. We also exchange thoughts about that as well. But mostly it's um, looking at uh, what we have 
done with our collections. It's a it's a real family of uh, people who, as you say, see each other a couple times a year as we go. Uh, this particular one, this uh, ERB Chain of Friendship, is really a fan organization of uh, pretty much a hardcore group that goes to all of them. The Dum Dum, on the other hand, is run by the Burroughs Bibliophiles Inc. Incorporated, and it's uh, it's much bigger. We have people from various countries. Last year, we had somebody from France, one from Germany, two from the UK, and so forth. So it's a little wider, uh, wider group, and it has a direct sponsorship of um, Edgar Rice Burroughs. Uh, Corporation in California, Dan Burroughs sometimes has come to them. I think he'll be there in Louisville this year. So we'll find out the latest thing. But again, it's like any other group. It's a, I don't want to call it Catholic Clatch, but uh, it is a gathering and people interact uh, not just on Burroughs, but on our own lives and what we've been doing and going and so forth. And those of us like me who have been a member of the BB since 1969, it's, uh, we've got long term memories and long-term friendships, and as you probably already heard, this year we lost two, uh, two great fans, um, you know, Bob Hyde and um, Herman Bricks, who a lot of us knew, and then just recently, um, <coughs> Gordon Scott. Uh, who Gordon was, Scott. Yeah, he my, was... Uh, my, my favorite movie, Tarzan. Yeah. A couple of our pantans had gone up to visit him. We were arranging a way to make some money to help him through his um, medical situation, but unfortunately uh, he he didn't pull through some surgery he had, which is a great shame. So, but he, and, he but but it, it was great that uh, your group, the Panthans, uh, kind of took it upon themselves to make Gordon remember uh, that the fans still remember him. Right. We we uh, a lot of stuff that Bill Hillman had up on his website. We went ahead and printed off and gave him a little folder of all of that stuff, which he enjoyed. And our our member um, Bob Burroughs uh, is the one who spearheaded that and visited him a number of times. So uh, he knew that fans really appreciated it. Uh, we were trying to work out a way to, if his health permitted it, to get him down to Louisville because his co-star Eve Brent wanted to come to Louisville and sort of just chat up old times, both of them getting on in years and so forth. So that's the yeah. kind of thing that we were doing here. Yeah. Anyway. Um, John, is, the, is is Elaine nearby? I wanted, to, yep. I wanted to talk to her a little bit. Yeah, hold on a second. Let me... Uh, by the way, I ran um, Princess of Mars uh, DVD that you gave us. I ran that to a group, and they were amazed with it. Oh, really they like it? it? Yeah, that, they thought that, it was great. That was the hard... That, Go ahead. Well, the, that was the hardcover uh, play you're talking right, about. Right, right. Which uh, we went up to see a couple of times in Minneapolis, and I really enjoyed mm-hmm. that, too. Yeah, I told them that uh, somewhere there, uh, we knew someone who had one of the heads of the, th- <laughs> <laughs> the Tharks there. We knew I, I, I have one sitting in my office. One I of know, heads, yeah. One of the Thark heads are in my office. But uh-huh. they did a good job, didn't they? I, I, thought I think they, they did a great job, considering how they uh, tr- had to truncate, but they pulled in all the magnificent highlights of, uh, of that adventure. It was very good. So, I Listen, never here's thought... Okay. Lane Casella, the uh, champion of this event. Hold on a the second. The or- organizer of uh, this ECOF convention. That's right. Hold on a second. 
Hello, Jeff. Elaine, Elaine, this is Elmo from Dateline oh. Jessum. Just okay. doing an almost live podcast Uh-oh. of the ECOF convention. Uh-huh. And you are the organizer of the convention. Yes. So yes. tell us a little bit about what's going on this weekend. What's going on this weekend? Well, being an ECOF, it's one of the smaller events, and yet we have a nice turnout, uh, a lovely-looking uh, huckster room here with all the colorful displays and so forth. Mm-hmm. And basically, besides getting together and the buying and the selling and so forth, I thought we might have a book crawl, but now some people are saying, no, we can have some extra um, presentations here. We're going to have a panel discussion tomorrow. And oh, really? What, what, what are you going to discuss at the panel discussion? Uh, it's supposed to be Tarzan and Jane, always in fashion, question mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all, we don't know if we will or not. We're hoping possibly tomorrow or Sunday to go down to the Frazetta Art Museum because of his illustrations of a lot of Burroughs' work. A lot of people right. haven't been to the museum. It's in the East Strasburg area. But it's about a two-hour drive one way, so whether that will materialize or not, I don't know. I was just telling, I don't know, maybe you don't know this, but uh, just this morning on one of the cable channels, they ran the uh, the Frazetta biography, uh, Painting with Fire, you know. Uh. And Frazetta is so... Uh, besides uh, Jail and St. John, I think Frazetta is one of the, the artists most associated with Burroughs. Mm-hmm. Well, I've seen the Frazetta Museum some years ago uh, before it was moved to Florida and back again. But uh, it, it, it's, it's just a lot of people don't get to this part of the country, let's say. It, it'd be close enough for them to go to. So many of these conventions are in Maryland and in Michigan and, of course, Louisville like the dum-dum that's coming up in August. Yeah. yeah so it, was, it would be something for people to do that they might not otherwise get done. This ECOF Elaine, here, it's the third ECOF we've had in Binghamton. Yes. Yeah, I mean, tell, tell me why, I mean, what spurs someone to have to, to host a dum-dum convention? I mean, how'd you get the idea? And there's, I'm sure there's a lot of work that goes into it. Well, depending, yes, this one ended up with a little more work than the last one I did. But doing it, it's it's fun once you can get everything in order with the hotels and getting items to put in the the goodie bag. And a lot of people host them, and it seems kind of fair to, to host if it's possible. I know when I hosted my first one, Bob Hyde was worried whether or not I could do it because I'm in Binghamton, and there's not a lot of support for boroughs up here. So I couldn't be working with anybody. We do not have a local chapter like uh, the Panthans in the Baltimore, Washington, D.C. area. So but I found a hotel that had a room that we could rent and have our banquet here. And then I just had to, the main part was in finding items that would be affordable to put in a goodie bag. And I like to be different. Everybody likes to have T-shirts and T-shirts and T-shirts. And I don't want T-shirts. They're too big. They're too long. You can't what, wear what, do you, what do you got in the goodie bag that everybody who's not there is missing out on? Well, we have, besides the two convention pins, we're doing a tribute to Herman Bricks, uh, and a booklet, a reprint of an article that Steve Peter Ogden did in Urbania about 30 years ago. We also have 
I'm giving yo-yos and frisbees, which I am calling Martian flyers because John and Deja <laughs> painted on them. <laughs> and as for the as for the yo-yos, I wanted to do yo-yos at my last convention, but it it, it didn't work out. At my last convention, I did pennants, P-E-N-N-A-N-T, pennants. Uh, but uh, the yo-yos, I'm saying, well, what they represent is the bounding ability of the Barsoulian, uh Virginian, because John could bound all over the place like no Martian could. <laughs> Elaine, you sound like me. You're, are you more of a John Carter fan than a Tarzan fan? Well, no, but since everybody does Tarzan, at the last convention I did in this one, I wanted to do something besides Tarzan. My last convention was the Venus theme and this one I was going to be a, a, tar, uh, a John Carter theme and then it was Mike Conran suggested the tribute to Herman Bricks and he and I and Bill Ross and Peter Ogden worked together uh, in one way or another for the to get the booklets and the pins together for this mm-hmm. convention yeah and, well, it it sounds like you're hosting a wonderful convention. All myself and all the Dayline Jessum listeners wish we were there, but we're not. Yeah. But uh, you guys go out and have a great weekend. Okay, we are. Thank you. Now, and, yeah, see. go ahead. It, it, it went, I was going to say, whom you next wanted to be passed on? Well, everybody. I, th- I think I, I think uh, we can't talk to everybody at the convention, but is Jim Thompson around there somewhere? He's here. Or do you, do you want to talk to anybody from? Okay, I can give you back to him. Or do you want to talk to any of our guests from Canada? We have the Denbys and the Lucases from Canada. I talk. I talked to uh, the Denbys already. You did okay. So, okay. So um, pass you back to to Jim Thompson then. Okay. Uh, is this what you want? Yeah, that sounds okay. good. Okay. Did you have any last questions that you were going to? I I think that I think that pretty much covers it. Okay. okay. Mike Conran is here. He wants to talk to you. Okay. Let me okay. let me talk to Mike. Okay. Here you go. Nice talking to you, Jeff. Thanks. You too, Elaine. Great. I'll see you in uh, August. Hi, Jeff. Mike Conran, a fellow mucker. A fellow mucker. I think, Mike, you're the only mucker I think who's at the ECOF. I think I am. Look around. See if there's any muckers there. I don't see any muckers here at all. all right. A couple of honorary ones, you know, Lawrence and Bill, but uh, well, yeah, there's no, there's no other legitimate La- muckers here. La- Lawrence is a Chicago Chicago mucker from Croydon, England. He's so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's he's uh, but uh, how's everything going? Good. We've got a good crowd here and uh, a lot of fellowship going on. We're having a lot of fun. And, uh, Mike, you know, we're having a mucker meeting on uh, Memorial Day at Jones House. You're not going to make it to that, are you? No, I'm not going to make it to that. Okay. So I, you, I, I really would like you'd, to. You'd but, rather uh, go to an ECOF than come to a mucker meeting. Well, it's just, um, you know, it's uh like to be at both is what you want to be, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm afraid the 14-hour drive back home is just going to tire me out too much to try to drive to Chicago <laughs> on Monday. Um, uh, yeah, you know, I know, I know. I'm just, oh, I'm just And, and I, I, would, I would love to get out to Jones and see her collection um, and just be Find with all you guys her down there. 
Yeah. Fondle Herberts. I'd love, I'd love to fondle Herberts. <laughs> yeah, but, well, everybody uh, everybody would. I fondled Herberts about six or seven times already, so. Okay. Uh, yeah, and, what, um, I, as as you're as you're looking around uh, the convention hall there, the Huckster Room, uh, describe to people what what you see and uh, what they're missing out on. They're missing out on uh, some real good friendships. Uh, a lot of people are just sitting around, talking to everybody. We're just uh, reminiscing on things, having a lot of fun, um, meeting some new new fans that have shown up here for the first time and talking with them. And just sort of discussing burrows and talking about our collecting interest and um, how we got involved in burrows. Um, we've, we've had some real neat discussions about how people started collecting. Um, actually, uh, Bob O'Malley was telling us how we started in the comic books and then um, ended up finally getting into the books and uh, reading John Carter Mars first, rather than how many of us did seeing the cars in movies. And, uh, yeah. You know, it's just amazing looking around too. The tables, all the uh, ephemera and books for sale here. There's there's some really neat stuff uh, on the table. Some old pulps, and, you know, paperback books, hardcover books, and uh, Mike, I, I I know I know you have one of the best uh, Burroughs collections uh, around. So, is there even anything there that you are uh, of envious of and want to get for your collection? Well, there's always, you know, there's there's always something to buy, and there's so much stuff out there that nobody's ever going to collect at all, and, um, you know, whether it's going to somebody else's collection, a small one to a big one, you always find something you don't have. Um, you know, there's been two, three small items around here that I've seen that uh, I need, and of course, the convention packet, we got a really neat convention packet here, um, it's a great booklet, and article about Bruce Bennett. Of course, the convention is uh, a tribute to Bruce Bennett this weekend here, or Herman Brick. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, so there's two different buttons in the packet. One is a tribute to Bruce Bennett. The other is a tribute to Herman Bricks. Pictures of him from his Tarzan films. And um, we got a real nice... Pete Ogden wrote a big article several years ago that we reprinted. It's been reprinted into a booklet that's uh, got some great color movie posters on the cover. And um, there's... Uh, convention there's yo-yos and uh what we're calling barsoomian flyers small little frisbees that um, are coming into the convention packet so we got all these neat little things uh around here and um, we got some surprises coming up uh for the the banquet table um saturday night uh, we've had some little special tribute cards to bruce bennett herman bricks made up that are going to be at uh, everybody's plate and um they all come in a neat little uh tree stand um we took an actual branch of a tree and cut it into little base stands and the cards will stand up in those so um people here are going to have some more surprises this weekend so um but we're having a great time and um it's just it's just great to be back together with with friends and um you know it almost becomes a family reunion when you get together with these people yeah, Mike. What what is it about Burroughs fans that they get together a couple of times a year? And uh, uh, you'd think uh, what Burroughs Burroughs passed away back in 1950, and yet he still seems to be as popular as ever, at least among us fans. Yeah, I, I think that um, all of us have got the interest in the in the books. We've all read the books. We've all been. Um, 
you know, it's always good to pick up a book again and, and reread it and, and just go back and, and feel the thrill that you originally had when you read that book, that, that sense of wonder and escapism. And um, I think that uh, that sort of draws the people of similar interest in here, which means that um, it's amazing when you talk to some people, some of our, you know, childhood memories and, and things that we did all run parallel and we all have common interests and um, it just gives you a great, great time to sit around and, and talk and just feel like you're with a whole group of, of like people and um, yeah. all share memories and it's just a great time. Okay, Mike, I'm going to send you on an assignment. Find me a fan who has never been to a Burroughs convention before because I want to talk to them. Okay. Um, and I think we have one right here because you've never been to a girls okay. convention, right? Right. And uh, your name is Jonathan Hart. This is Jonathan Hart, Jeff. And this is Jeff okay. Long who does the girls podcast. So I'm going to turn you over to Jonathan. Okay, Mike. It's good talking okay. to you. I'll see you. Good talking I'll to you, Jeff. In, uh, uh, wish I'll I see you in wish August. I could be with you. Yep. Wish I could be with you guys Monday, was, but um, have a good time, everybody. You. I said hi. Okay. Okay, and here's Jonathan. Jonathan, yes. Jonathan, this is uh, uh, Jeff uh, Elmo. I'm known as online, and I uh, do a podcast for uh-huh. Edgar Rice Burroughs fans. Okay, and and you are at your first Burroughs convention. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, and I'm 51. Well, <laughs> well, tell me, tell me what brought you to the convention this year. Well, I saw the uh, the flyer in the Burroughs. Or Bulletin or the Gridley Wave or whatever they had it in. And I'm only four hours away from Binghamton. And I come to Binghamton about every three months for a uh, photography meeting. So I'm familiar with the area. And um, I saw the opportunity and I wanted to find out really what was what it was like. And uh, so far I've been very impressed. Uh, really and, Go ahead. And you... Well, have you been a Burroughs fan for a long time? Oh, yes, time? yeah, for probably uh, at least 40 years. And um, I've read quite a bit of the books. I've collected more than I've read. And I also share a birthday with Edgar Rice Burroughs, September 1st. And uh, really, I usually uh, collect the Tarzan series more than yeah. the others. But I have read some of the John Carter books. So did but do you subscribe to any of the 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 Burroughs fanzines? Did you know that there was organized Burroughs fandom out there? Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, um, I do get the uh, Gridley Wave and the Burroughs Bulletin, and uh, and I knew about the Dum Dums and the Ecoff, but just never had a chance to get to any of them. Uh, I see there yeah. are other organizations I wasn't familiar with, but I knew about some of the other, like the Herb Sign and so forth. I was familiar with them. And right. uh, and some of the other publications, but I see there's some others I'm not familiar with. And then I did get online to the Herbzine site and saw that right. there's quite a bit of information. And and as you're as you're there now for the first time, what's what's it like for you? Is it uh, is it what you thought it might be? Is uh, is there I, anything? I, I really had no idea coming in what it was. Uh, there's going to be a group of 500 here. Or, uh, really what it was like and I find out that uh, the people that are here really are quite knowledgeable in uh, this area 
of uh, collecting, and and then uh, a lot of them have a lot of old. Uh, I see these um, posters over here, things I've never seen before, and uh, and then just uh, some of the ones that have traveled quite a distance, like uh, St. Louis and so forth. It's impressive, and uh, it's a good group to talk to. You know, I, as soon as I stepped in the door, I did not even feel like a stranger at all, and because uh, I didn't know anybody here, of course. That's that's one thing about Brewers fans; they make you feel pretty welcome. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I probably talk to everybody here, so yeah. It's, uh, so uh, what's what, what's your favorite? What's your favorite uh, Burroughs uh, series or book? Or are Tarzan you a Tarzan series, guy? Yeah, or? And uh, Russ Manning is my favorite artist. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and of course, I like the Boris paintings and the Frank Frazetta um, mm-hmm. artwork. And uh, and I've got uh, I've collected the comics uh, forever, so I have like all the Dell and all the Gold Key comics, Tarzan comics. Actually, all the Burroughs ones too, and I have quite a collection of those. But I never really got a lot of the hardback books before. But I, I have uh, more of a collection of those now. So I, I do quite a bit of collecting. Well, that's great, and I hope to see you at future uh, Burroughs yeah, conventions. I, yeah, I want to get to one of Dum Dum sometime. I'm not sure this year. I do photography. I photograph weddings and high school seniors. So my summertime is usually booked up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So, but okay. I definitely am planning on getting to another one somewhere, sometime. Well, that that sounds great, and welcome yeah. to Burroughs Fandom. Yeah, yeah thank you. Uh, All you right. Need somebody if else? You, if you see Jim Thompson there, let's yeah. talk to him, and we're going to wrap things oh, okay. up. Hold okay. Hold on. Here he is. Hello, Jeff. Jim, that was a wonderful report we have here from uh, the ECOF convention 2007. That's great, Jeff. Uh, I'd like to make one more suggestion before we sign off. Okay. Uh, as you know, Henry Franke is in Afghanistan serving with the yes. U.S. Army and uh, assigned to NATO. And yes. he was very sad that he couldn't be here. We're just at this very moment sending a card around the room. Everybody is signing with a greeting, and that will be sent to Henry. But I thought I might try to call everyone's attention in the room and perhaps we could all shout some good wishes to Henry. One other question though, before we do that, did you talk to Lawrence Dunn? No, I haven't talked Lawrence to Lawrence. Lawrence has just walked in the room. Would you like to talk to Lawrence? And while you do that, I'll set up the shouted greeting for Henry. Okay, I like I love that idea because everything uh Henry is a great Burroughs fan and he's been in Iraq and now Afghanistan and so yeah, if you guys could do that that would be great. Okay, I'm gonna give you to Lawrence while I get the group ready for that farewell for Henry. Here's Lawrence. Okay. Hello? Hey Lawrence, it's Jeff. Hi Jeff, how are you doing? I'm doing good. We're trying to do an almost live podcast from the ECOF convention. Okay. Hi, everybody. So say hello to everyone and uh, describe what you're seeing over there. And everybody, especially for uh, all the fans who couldn't make it to the convention, uh, you can uh, uh, tell them what they're missing. Well, hi, everybody. Uh, I've just walked back into the room. There's... Quite a, a good sized group here, and 
from the looks of things, everybody is talking about something to somebody. Uh, and there's a lot of people looking at books and stuff. And uh, there's a lot, an awful lot of stuff, good stuff out, out on the tables um, and, all, uh, and on the walls. Uh, for anyone who wants to uh, complete something in their collection, it's it's here. It's uh, yeah, <laughs> it's really good. And I'm just saying, um, those who can't make it have uh, well, it's just a shame they couldn't anyway. Uh, Elaine has done a great job. Well, uh, Lawrence, of course, is the now. I forget what your title is: chairman or president of the Bibliophiles, the Burroughs um, Bibliophiles. Uh, uh, I'm chairman of the board for the Burroughs Bibliophiles. Chairman uh, of the board. Any? Uh, do you have any news? Do you have any news scoops for us? Uh, anything uh, to report? Well, I've uh, just last month I attended the uh, the premiere of the. Uh, the European premiere for the Tarzan musical show, which happened in the, in the Netherlands. Yeah, uh, that's, Holland. That, I haven't. I've I've wanted to hear about that. Was it good? Oh, it was an incredible experience. It really was. Uh, I happened to uh, go over there uh, because Danton Burroughs uh, could not make it. Uh, I ended up with his seat, which happened to be the uh, in the fourth row, just a few seats off centre, so I had a real prime seat. And it is a spectacular show. It really is. Uh, it's all in Dutch, all spoken in Dutch, all sung in Dutch. The um, And do you speak Dutch, Lawrence? Not a word. <laughs> not a word. But, I mean... Uh, but you could tell what the story was. You know the story, so you're good. Absolutely. But what made it also more interesting was the fact that the um, Dutch vocabulary, uh, a lot of it comes from the, the throat. So you kind of get this guttural uh, speech, which is, I feel for the apes. Uh, really? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, you think of the apes and you think of a sort of guttural noise, and um, so it really kind of added to the effect. Um, that doesn't work so well for Jane, of course. Because but... <laughs> <laughs> I never pictured Jane as being very guttural. No, so. <laughs> no, but uh, it, it was uh, a, a really great show, and uh, of course, it was a red carpet affair. There was. T- um, TV cameras and, and the media uh, took photographs as we arrived. There's a big reception area. Um, and um, we, we were led into the theater. And uh, the, um, if you ever get to see it, the opening sequence is incredible. It's well, it's well worth the money, just the opening sequence. The first five minutes of the show. I won't give it away to anybody who um, plans to see it because it really is... Uh, a, it, I think the, 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 the whole concept of what they do in those opening minutes is incredible. 
Um, well, I'm I'm hoping the uh, Broadway show comes to uh, Chicago at some point because then I'd be able to see it. Or you know, I'm, maybe I'll get to see it in New York sometime. But uh, uh, yeah, that's one thing that I really do want to see. Well, I'm, I'm currently writing uh, a report of the uh, the whole event for uh, an article to appear in the Boris Bulletin. Um, oh, well, I look forward to that. But yeah. Uh, George doesn't know about it yet, but I wanted to write the article first. Well, <laughs> now now he does. Although now I don't think does. George, now, I don't think George listens to the podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> he'll 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 know eventually. Yeah, I'm sure he will. <laughs> All right, is uh, Jim there? Jim was organizing a final farewell sign-off kind of okay, thing. Okay, so. uh, yes, Jim is right here. I'll pass you over. Okay, uh, good to talk yeah. to you, Lawrence. I'll I'll see you in August. Uh, Lawrence has passed it to me, Jeff. But before, once again, I want to interrupt our plan. You need to speak to Fred Lucas in Toronto, Ontario. Who's uh, okay. this is Jeff Long, and here is Fred. Okay. Jeff. Jeff. Hey, Fred. How are you doing? I'm this fine. Is Jeff. I got to go somewhere where it's a little quiet. Just hang on. Okay. Okay. Because it's so noisy now, I'm okay. My hearing okay. is not that great anyway, so I have to be somewhere where it's quiet. No, that's okay. Well, you're on the pot. You're on the podcast for Burroughs fans, and we're doing an almost live report for all the fans okay. that couldn't be at the convention. Oh, I see. Okay. So tell us, uh, tell us what you're doing there, and and oh. it, what everybody else is doing. Well, basically, they're just they're all in this meeting room, and we are just chatting with one another because we only see each other once a year if we're lucky. Yeah. We're just exchanging and, our taste in what we are collecting and what we enjoy. Right. And what's your favorite? What do you collect and what do you enjoy? Well, I collect uh, 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 books and uh, some sketches and things like that. Mm-hmm. that that's really, uh, the books are really my favorite because uh, I uh, read them uh, 60 years ago when I was 10 years old. Right. I read the Tizen books and I never, I never stopped being a fan. And and you still read them today, I imagine. Oh, I still I still read them today, and I still enjoy that. And over the yeah. years, I enjoyed meeting the mo- the film Tarzans, like Johnny Weissmuller and Gordon Scott and uh, Bruce Bennett and all the people that were involved in the film industry. And you got a chance to meet some of those. Oh uh, yes, actors? yes, yes. Whenever we went somewhere, when we went to California, I visited Mike Henry and Danny Miller at his home, and and. Uh, uh, Johnny Weissmuller in, 19, in 1972 for the first time when he lived in Florida. And five years later, I went to visit him in Las Vegas because he had moved there. Well, I tell always me, enjoyed that. Tell, tell me a favorite uh, uh, story about your meeting one of the one of the actors, like Johnny Weissmuller. What would yes. you like to meet Johnny Weissmuller? Yes, like especially Johnny Weissmuller. He was a real nice gentleman. We went there with our baby, uh, Jennifer. She was only a year old then. And uh, he was just a real pleasant fellow. I was sitting on this carpet in the living room, and he was talking about his film career and uh, how much he enjoyed, even when he started meeting people like Clark Gable and Gene Harlow and all these things in the early 30s. Mm-hmm. So, so that must have been exciting. It was, yes. And I'm, I, I, I filmed him with my movie camera, with my old film camera, there was there was no such thing as the modern ones. 
Oh, really? Yeah. So well, maybe maybe at some point in the future, I would love to, uh, you know, if if you have sound with that, uh, send it to me and we can put it no on sound. the There's podcast. There's no sound. Oh, okay. No, it's just an old silent movie camera that I... Uh, even uh, even Maureen O'Sullivan I met when at her home in Schenectady, New York, and yeah. and, uh, and Johnny Sheffield when he when he was at his niece's house in in uh, Malibu Beach. Mm-hmm. But and these are bring- some of my pleasant memories. What what brings you to the Ecoff this? Oh, year? the Ecoff just to meet our friends and you know share the same interest and just enjoy being being by, with one another. Yeah. I'm, and I'm lucky. My wife is uh, very understanding, and uh, she enjoys the books herself. So that is kind of a rare thing among the Burroughs collectors. Well, I know my my girlfriend puts up with my uh, obsession with Burroughs, but she doesn't quite share it with me. So. She doesn't share it. No, well, I mean, she put like I say, she yeah. she, she puts, just puts up, up with, with it. it. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, well, that's and okay she understands too, yeah. it. Yeah, right. That's good. And what is it that you collect? What do you what do you enjoy the most? I enjoy I like the pulp magazines. The pulp I have magazine. a number of the pulp magazines. Okay. Because I love those covers. Those covers are so vibrant and so yes. beautiful uh, stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. And so that's good. And I can't afford all the first editions and everything like that. No, I? no, of course not. I don't have them either. Yeah. No. But uh, maybe someday, maybe someday for both of us. Huh? Exactly, that could be. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. In, well, it's is it good talking case, to you. Yeah, yeah, I wish you a fine day, Dale. And I, I give, wish you uh, the same. And I give the phone back to uh, Jim Thompson. Okay. Okay. Great. Right here. Okay, Jill. Okay, you Jim, you ready? You ready I'm, for our I'm big sign I'm going to get everybody off? ready. John, will you call everybody's attention for me? And Jim, I think I thank you for being our roving reporter to give all the fans who uh, were not able to attend the convention this weekend uh, a chance to listen in on some of the things that are going on. Well, it's been a great pleasure to do that, Jeff, and we've got all the group here. So what we're going to do is our sign-off is we're going to say, come home safely, Henry, we miss you, and then we're all going to beat our chests and give the Tarzan yell. So I like that. I'm going to I say, like that a lot. So I'm going to say that once more for the group to get them ready. We're going to say, come home safely, Henry, we miss you, and then the Tarzan yell. So here it comes, okay. Jeff. Go for it. Home safely, Henry. We miss you. Ah! How about that, Jeff? <laughs> that's that's wonderful. Okay. And I will see you guys in August at the okay. Dumbo. Thanks a lot, All Jeff. Right. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye.